Nationwide searches as the spot-fixing probe extends across the country. The Delhi police are now on the hunt for the money trail. Meanwhile, in Mumbai, the police sees Srisant's laptop and iPad. What will this reveal? The Mumbai police also say they've made a key arrest of a man with direct links to the Dawood Ibrahim gang. But the kingpin among the players was the Rajasthan Royals player Ajit Chandila. According to the police, he bought jeans and an expensive watch with the cash that he got from bookies. Is there more trouble for Srisant and Chandila? I'm Vishnu Shom. You're watching India Decides. Here is our top story. The cricketer Srisant had independently booked himself into a five-star hotel. We have recovered a laptop, which is there here before you, an iPad, his laptop, his iPad, a mobile phone, cash, a data card, some diaries which appear to be in the handwriting of Srisanth. More trouble for Srisanth after the Mumbai police raided out. two rooms at a five-star hotel in the city booked in the names of Srisanth and Jiju Janardhan, a bookie who's been arrested in this spot-fixing case. In the ongoing investigation, police say they have common links through bookies. Six people have been arrested by the Mumbai police so far, including Ramesh Vyas. Sources add Vyas is a crucial catch as he helped bookies from Pakistan and Dubai get in touch with bookies in India and that he was allegedly close to Sunil Dubai and Dr. Karachi Wala who are henchmen of underworld Don Anis Ibrahim. 72,000 rupees has been recovered from the hotel room in which S. Shant was staying in Mumbai. But the big question, will the evidence gathered from the CCTV footage and the seized articles help build a watertight case against the cricketer who's already in the dock. For the Delhi police, this is crucial evidence. Though there's no recording of Srisanth talking to any of the bookies in the conversations they have tapped, cops say it was Jiju who was allegedly negotiating and taking money on behalf of Srisanth. Bookies allegedly paid Srisanth 10 lakhs. As interrogations continued in Delhi, sources say Ajit Chandila has made a crucial revelation that he had been allegedly involved in spot-fixing in last season's IPL as well. Also, there were several other matches like the match in Kolkata on 3rd of May that was supposed to be fixed, but eventually the cricketers arrested did not play in them. Police have also asked for raw TV footage of all the 3V matches which are in their radar, but now the focus is on collecting evidence. Teams were sent across the country in cities like Hyderabad, Mumbai, Kolkata and Ahmedabad to recover cash paid to cricketers or to get CCTV footage from shops where gifts worth lakhs were apparently bought for the players. After the second day of interrogation, Delhi police now strongly suspect that there was spot fixing in the previous season of IPL as well. Besides the evidence they are getting from Mumbai, they are now concentrating on strengthening their case by establishing a clear money trail and also gathering electronic evidence of the meetings which had taken place between the bookies and the cricketers. With Saurabh Gupta in Mumbai, in New Delhi, Tonima Biswas for NDTV. So what progress have the police made? Well, joining us now in the studio, Mr. Madan Oberoi, Joint Commissioner of Police, Special Cell of Delhi Police. Thank you very much for being with us. You've been involved in these investigations from day one. It started many months ago <coughs> when you actually picked up. I'm just curious to know... Uh, the, the iPad and laptop of Srisanth was recovered today by the Mumbai police. Were, was the Delhi police in a hurry to actually grab him first, nab him first? Did you miss actually collecting this evidence? Isn't it crucial? 
We are uh, basically we picked up and whatever was immediately required, we uh, seized it. And the fact is that this room was booked in another hotel where the team was not staying. So we have collected all the evidence from the hotel where the team was staying. And even this evidence, we will be uh, requesting Mumbai police also to share whatever evidence is available. But having said that, uh, I think we have sufficient material already and we have made very significant progress in this case. And that's what I wanted to ask you uh, about. Uh, you've collected hundreds of hours of, uh, of uh, audio recordings, you've got transcripts of all of that and now you've been able to interrogate these players now for quite a few hours. Is the information adding up what you have and what they are saying? Does it indicate that they were clearly fixing these matches or spot fixing whatever? Yes, the <coughs> interrogation of all these people and the material which we had earlier, uh, that is helping us completing the entire picture. All dots are adding up and uh, we are made, making very steady progress in this. Is case. this an open and shut case as far as you are concerned against Srisanth and the two other players? Looking at the kind of material we have, uh, yes, there is some more material which needs to be collected just to corroborate what we have already we already know and what has been collected but we don't see any problem in collecting that the more it's more of a procedural in nature but as far as the people we have arrested and the people who are immediately involved in this uh, immediate ring of uh, co conspiracy we think it's we have very strong case it is an and open and shut case against these three players. We would be able to defend our case in the court, but with the with the larger conspiracy, yes, we are looking into the entire spectrum in that. What about um, suggestions uh, that uh, from uh, Ajit Chandila reports that apparently he was fixing matches last year as well? I would not like to comment the, uh, on that uh, immediately because the investigation is still in progress. Yes, we have been getting feedbacks about many other things and we look into whatever comes to our notice. Do you believe that it's just these three matches uh, which were fixed? There was also talk of a, uh, of a match against Kolkata which was supposed to uh, apparently be fixed but none of these players, Chandila and uh, Srisanth, didn't end up playing that match. I is it true uh, that that match was also possibly going to be fixed? There are reports. We have some... Uh, uh, conversations and we are looking into those aspects but the fact is that they were not playing this match so it will not be cor correct uh, on my part to comment anything on these two people. Do you have a strong suspicion that uh, this web extends um, far beyond these three matches? That's actually what I wanted to ask you. I, I would not uh, like to reveal my because my doubts and my suspicion sh should not uh, affect somebody else's reputation. Right. So I would not like to comment on that. We are getting inputs, I'll say that, and we are trying to verify that. And beyond that, I would not like to comment on, because as I was saying yesterday it's, it's also... It's a legal case. And it's a legal case, and we have to be very careful about the kind of reputations the people who on whose uh, whom we are getting inputs they enjoy they enjoy very high reputations and we should not be irresponsible in naming anybody without any verification so i just have one last question for you would it be fair to say that there are two parts in the way, uh, in in the way in which the delhi police is operating on the one hand the case against these three players and the second part would perhaps be the wider investigations about how far it is spread would that be a correct assessment 
we are presently looking into the immediate evidence and during the investigation we are getting inputs and we'll look into all the inputs which come to our notice. All right, sir. Thank you so much, uh, Mr. Oberoi, for sharing these important details and basically making the point that you are making progress uh, in your investigations. Thank you very much Thank you. indeed. Uh, Madhan Oberoi, Joint Commissioner of Police, uh, Special Cell in Delhi, somebody who has been involved in the process of collecting this information from day one. I'm also joined uh, at this stage by Sanjay Jha, founder editor of CricketNext.com and also Rakesh Kumar, Ajit Chandila's lawyer. Mr. Kumar, uh, let me come to you next. Um, because according to some reports, your client is very much the kingpin among these three players. Now, is it what true, yes. is, it, is it true, now that's an allegation, but is it true that he was also perhaps involved in doing this sort of thing last year as well? See, first of all, I would like to clear my client is innocent and he has been framed in, in this matter by the Delhi police. Why would they want to frame him? And Why would they want to frame him? Yes. I tell you, I tell you, Delhi police theory cannot be believed, uh, cannot be believed, why, as per their own version, they have been investigation, investigating this case for the last three years, and after investigation, investigating for three years, now they are collecting the evidences, now they are coming up with the evidences, can it be believed upon, not at all. No, but more sir, thing, irrespective of how long they may have taken, why would they Why would they sort of come against your... Nobody, quite frankly, not very many people would have heard of Ajit Chandila before the IPL happened. He is not one of the superstar cricketers in the country. Why would somebody want to pick on him? Delhi police was searching for an elephant. They are talking about the underworld. And what they have called the innocent deers. And to whom... To them, they are saying, you say, you are the elephants. This but is the case of Delhi police. What about what the Delhi police has already said? That your client was supposed to give a signal in a particular match. He didn't give that signal. He gave away the runs and they've got recorded conversation in the form of transcripts or where he has said that, look, I forgot to give the match. Apparently, he had to return 20 lakhs to the bookies. All of this has come that, out, that sir. That fails their story. That fails their story. Because my client did not act it upon. If we take their version, my Ajit Chandela did not act it upon the, those signals. Even as per their versions, the money was returned back. So he took the money. So how it is possible? So as per their versions, the money was taken back. So they took the money. So he took the money in the first place. No, it was not taken. If I, if we, if we accept the, so the case of Delhi police, of returning the money. Not, not returning the money. What I am saying, if we accept their case, what they are saying, they did not follow the, he did not follow the signals. So you are saying, if we accept their version, but you are saying that you don't accept their version? Yeah, Ajit Chandila is completely innocent. He has been framed. And now, since they do not but have any evidence, now they have started putting well, the pressure. He said that he had never been punished earlier on uh, because he had made the same mistake. He had forgot to raise his shirt or give whatever signal in the past. So he's angry with the bookies. He's saying, why are you making me do this now? Why don't you give me the money? You've yeah. lost. I mean, the runs have been given away. So I'm not able to understand. They, they, they have come up with this, this IPL session. Now they are covering up the previous IPL session. Yes. Just to yes. cover up their present case. They don't yes, know. Absolutely, they, they, sir. They know they do I'm not have the case today. Sir, I'm not privy to where this information is, is, is coming from. I, I'm just saying 
what is brought to me, reporters come with source-based information and this very substantial source-based information which finds its way in every media publication seems to suggest that your client was involved with match-fixing last year as well. It's an allegation. I just want you to reply so to that this allegation. Is in incorrect, incorrect. This is an incorrect and basis allegation. What about another allegation that apparently your client and Sri Sant struck a deal to fix a match to be played on the 3rd of May where 28 runs were supposed to be given in two overs, but both were dropped from the match, so nothing happened. I asked simply one question, even to myself. Yes, sir. Can it is it possible that if somebody is instructed, you have to throw the ball and give the 14 runs? Is it the discretion of the bowler? Can the bowler unilaterally can do it? This is a false story. Any ordinary man can judge it. Sir, I am not sure, sir. I am not this sure is at not all, possible. sir. At this level of cricket where you are playing against the finest batsman in the world, if you bowl a lollipop, you get hammered for it. It's as simple as that, sir. So it could be 24 runs, it could man. be 30 runs, it could be 24 runs, 30 runs, how it could be 14 runs? It's not exactly 14, it's at least 14. Sir, so the, the bookies were asking for at least 14 or at least 13. So how that, that is possible? That was a lower limit, upper limit was very good for them. See, if we accept their case, unless there is a convenience between the batsman and the bowler, it cannot be happened. Alright, sir. I understand you are doing a tough job and uh, you certainly, uh, you are certainly providing a, a stout front foot defense for your client, uh, Mr. Kumar. I must, uh, I must uh, hand that uh, to you. But Sanjay Jha, you have been listening in to, uh, to what uh, Mr. Kumar and earlier Mr. Madan Oberoi, the Joint Commissioner of Police, had to say. Do you believe, uh, based on what you are reading, that it's an open and shut case against these three cricketers? Uh, you know, Vishnu, the transcripts, if they are true, I mean, that's what we have read in the press. If they are true, then there is definitely some element of collusion. Uh, you know, what you cannot deny at this point of time is that the players were definitely in conversation with certain nefarious and very shady elements. And that by itself is what you call as prima facie evidence. So what uh, transpires over the coming weeks, because I do believe that what Mr. Rakesh Kumar is doing, and you know, as a lawyer, it's understandable that he's putting up a stout defense, but I'm sure even the defense lawyers will see where there are chinks in the armor. So here is very, very important. The investigating process, uh, you know, does a very, you know, sharp job and doesn't leave any kind of loose corners because, you know, somebody can negotiate out of this. I was hearing a defense lawyer for one of the players, Sri Sant, I think, saying that, listen, just because every player shifts towels uh, in between overs almost inadvertently, they're subconsciously doing that. So you can't really read a motive into it. So, you know, there is a lot of guesstimation at the moment. So this is a fluid case. But what cannot be denied, and that I think is a real German issue, is that match fixing and IPL does happen. You know, people are talking about this tournament, but Vishnu, I'll tell you, in IPL 2 that happened in South Africa, it was widely talked about all over the place that there was some extremely seedy developments where outcome of matches were, you know, manipulated by, you know, all and sundry. And these are things that we have ignored here in BCCI and IPL, and that's the price we're paying for today. And, you know, honestly, it's a cash cow, it's a huge capital, it's a massive valuation. But, you know, you look at one simple instance that has come out in the media today. Srisanth is staying in a hotel, which is not the official hotel. Yeah, and the Rajasthan Royal Team Management himself. has no clue yeah, about so it.
and that yeah, that flies in the and face how of can that happen? how can that happen exactly absolutely absolutely yeah. absolutely and that tells you the collapse of the system now i can understand that black money and you know hawala and all that has got nothing to do with the bcc ipl that's a government issue and that's a security issue but they exploit the ipl and bcci because they know that governance here is absolutely pathetic and pedestrian all right, Sanjay, thank you very much for joining us. I'd like to thank my other guests as well. Saturday is a short bulletin. We don't have more time for this debate. But let's get a feel for what's happening in Kerala. My colleague Uma Sudhir has been tracking developments over there. It's certainly a fall for grace for, uh, for Sri Sant, who was considered a hero by many. But a lot of other people also felt that Sri Sant was perhaps a, a, a bit much uh, on certain occasions. Uma, give us an idea of how people are reacting to the fall of Sri Sant. If India woke up to disbelief, uh, Kochi, in a sense, woke up to shock, I guess. I have uh, Jayesh George, uh, who is, in fact, the secretary of the Ernakulam District Cricket Association, and also Shivkumar Nair, who is an enthusiast for cricket. You have seen Shrishant play for many years. You have seen him as a cricketer growing up. What are your impressions, and how did you react to what happened? Uh, yes, obviously, it's a shock to all of us in Kochi and to the association. A player like Shrishant was so enthusiastic about the game, very much interested in the game supports the game, take it as a passion, doing such a thing is pretty disgusting. What does it mean for uh, so many others who would have probably looked at him as a role model? Yeah, all the people, most uh, mostly the young cricketers, was, uh, because took Srishant as a role model and all everybody is shocked as, as you know and generally they will come over it, they play cricket again and hopefully... You were, you were uh, personally feeling very let down, shocked by all this. Yeah, true. Because uh, like any other cricket enthusiastic, uh, it is like uh, the news was very much uh, disturbing. Because, uh, see, uh, we all like uh, Srishant a lot, uh, especially because he is from Kerala. So, of course, uh, this news was very much shocking for us. And you were telling me that so many other cricketers also he has served and that's why the impressions that cricketers have here is not really of uh, this temperamental person who is probably uh, now being made out to be a rather controversial figure. You have very different impressions. Yes, Ishanda, he was always in the news, mostly maybe this time for the wrong reasons. And he was temperamental and that was uh, making him special because uh, he, was, he was emotional, he was pretty close to the players also, he supported the players. In fact, he was the one who took Sanju to the Rajasthan Royals and youngsters. He used to give his kids and all. He supported the youngsters well and it's just shocking to us see doing such a thing. And his aggression, you always looked at it as a plus point. Of course, uh, it was a trademark of uh, Srishant actually. Actually, that, uh, that uh, makes uh, a different feel for us because uh, he was so much energetic and so much aggressive. And uh, when we think about Srishant, his aggression comes uh, into our mind, right? So, uh, it was his plus point. So, but you want to wait for the last word to come on it before he is condemned, he is uh, put down from there. Already the Kerala government has announced that his name should be taken away from the advertisement panel for uh, the state-sponsored uh, lotteries as well. Is that, uh, was it a right thing to do at this stage? Uh, no, 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 because uh, this is too early uh, to do such things now. Because investigation is going on and uh, we cannot say he is guilty. Because a lot of speculations are there each time we are seeing different uh, speculations. Each hour we are seeing different things. So we cannot say that he is guilty. We should uh, support him uh, until and unless he is proven guilty. We should think that he is innocent and we should support him. But you are certainly feeling let down by Sri Shanti if indeed this has happened. Definitely. As a board has taken some decisions, as a parent body we have to stand by the board and 
Even we pray to the God that these things is not true. That's all. So the Keralites and his fans and his supporters and his admirers certainly praying to God that uh, this is certainly not true. But of course, the police investigations perhaps will be the final word. Vishnu. Absolutely. Uh, Uma, thank you very much for joining us. It's time now for us to take a short break. Coming up after that, just ahead of the visit of the Afghan president to India, a special report from within Afghanistan on the importance of that equation to India. Afghan President Hamid Karzai will be on a two-day visit to India starting Monday. He holds talks with the Prime Minister on enhancing strategic ties, security and development work in the run-up to next year's withdrawal of coalition combat troops. As Afghanistan braces itself for 2014, NDTV travelled there to look at the ground realities and evaluate how the proposed end of the war next year will impact India. As Pakistan makes history in the first ever democratic transition of power, Afghanistan is braving for 2014, when America's war comes to an end. After the Soviet war in Afghanistan, Pakistan pushed the trained jihadis to fight the insurgency in India. Kashmir saw its bloodiest decade. Will Pakistan push the trained militants again in our direction? India has made friends across ethnicities in Afghanistan and is present in pretty much every home. The biggest role perhaps has been played by Indian films, songs and soap operas. In fact, there was a time when one of Indian soap operas called Sasbi Kabi Bahuti, popularly known as Tulsi here, the timing of the show clashed with the timings of prayers here. This was taken up in the parliament in Afghanistan, so the timing of the show could be adjusted. None of this pleases Pakistan. Rawal Pindi has always thought of Afghanistan as a no-go area for India. Lieutenant General Hamid Gul, now retired, once headed ISI. He played a pivotal role in the insurgency that began in Kashmir. Tomorrow's reality is because if Afghan freedom fighters come out free, so it is going to give them a fresh idea. Why can't we do this? It's the Kashmiris who will do it. In Afghanistan, the governor of Nuristan tells us many border areas are full of anti-India groups. Lashkar-e Taiba is there. They are organized. They are more powerful than Al-Qaeda. Afghanistan's former chief of intelligence blames Pakistan and West's Pakistan policy. Why the roots of terrorism is not drying up in our region? One primary reason is the ambiguity of the Western policy vis-à-vis -vis Pakistan. India's decision-makers acknowledge that India's own internal security would be at risk if the international drawdown from Afghanistan leaves behind a security vacuum that is filled by Pakistan-backed militant groups. Our bottom line is that we have to remain engaged. Pakistan's new Prime Minister says Afghanistan would be left to Afghans and has made all the right noises on relationship with India. But the big question is, will his words become reality? Reporting from Afghanistan, Anshul Vora, NDTV. Well, it's time now for us to take a short break. There's more coming up. <laughs> 